Well, we're going to talk about the title for today and hopefully the whole year, Behold, All Things Are New. Amen? How many of you want some new things to happen in your life? Amen. Amen. We, like Kelly was saying, we make New Year's resolutions. Everybody does. But it's all kind of in the natural. But we want to make resolutions in our inward man. Amen. The Bible says that our outward man perishes, but our inward man is being renewed day by day. So we want to do new things in our life. We want to have the Lord come upon us. You know, when we got saved, the Bible says, and here's the scripture. Well, wait a minute. Do you, do you, are those, those are comfortable shoes, right? You, you, you like your old comfortable shoes. They're nice. You know, you've been wearing them for so long, and they just, they just fit so well. But guess what? We want to step up and, and get some, new, get some new, new tennis shoes. Amen? You got to, you, you, you got to, you know, do something new. Behold, all things are become new. Now, it didn't just stop when you got saved. You have to continue on and letting that newness of life work on the inside of you. Did you know that? Yes. Thank you. I was just stopped to see if anybody was listening. Okay. <laughs> you, it's okay to talk back. It's, you know, you won't? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Let's, let's do that interactive thing here. <laughs> Behold all things. Let's look at the scripture. Maybe that'll help you. Okay, it says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, are you in Christ? Yes. He is a what? New creature. A new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Inside of you, something happened when you got saved. Did you know that? Did your life change? Did your speech change? Did your actions change when you got saved? Now, do we just stay there and just let that be status quo? Or do we continue to let God change us? Isn't that what it says? Paul said, my outward man perishes, but my inward man is being renewed day by day. So there's a transformation that takes place year by year, day by day, to change us to be in the image of Christ. We didn't automatically just hop in, okay, now we're just perfect. No, we have to work out our own salvation with what? Fear and trembling. So as you draw near to God and the Spirit of God is drawing you closer to Him, He makes you to be what He wants you to be and enables you to do the things that He wants you to do. You can't do it in the natural. You can't do it externally, but something has to get a fire on the inside of you and change you and make you say, I want to serve you, Lord. I want to love you more. I want your presence in my life. I want to see you work through me. Amen? Now, there, here's the problem. This, here's the problem. Isaac, you remember Isaac? Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Abraham had a son named Isaac. Now, Isaac, he wasn't a, he wasn't a good ladies' man, I hate to tell you. He just didn't have his smack together. He just, didn't, he, he, he just couldn't get a girl. <laughs> and so his father sent his servant to the home country. He said, go get him a girl and bring her back. Okay? That was the first, uh, what do they call it, eHarmony.com, matchmaking, you know? Yeah, Christian Mingle, that was what it was, yes. God Mingle, right. So he was 40 years old and he wasn't married yet. And he was getting a little nervous. But anyway, he married Rebecca, and Isaac prayed much to the Lord for his wife because she was unable to bear children. And the Lord granted his prayer, and Rebecca, his wife, became pregnant. How nice is that? So here's what happened here. 
So these two children struggled together within her. She had twins. Well, that was a good prayer, huh? Like a double dose. And uh, two, two children struggled together within her, and she said, if it is so that the Lord has heard our prayer, why am I like this? Why, what's going on? There's, two, there's a struggle on the inside. Let me show you what it was. The Lord said to her, the, the two founders of two nations are in your womb, and the separation of two peoples has begun in your body. The one people shall be stronger and the, than the other, and the elder shall serve the younger. What was he saying? He's saying there's two, not only nations, natures on the inside of you. There's the fleshly nature and the spiritual godly nature that are warring on the inside of you. Do you feel that sometimes? You're at church, and oh, everything is good. Oh, praise the Lord. Hello, sister. How are you? Amen. Glory to God in the highest. And then you go out, and there's people out there that are upsetting you, wronging you, causing you to turn into a madman or a madwoman, going crazy. You say, what's happening? If, if God is in me, why am I acting like this? Amen? So there was this guy at work. And he just looks so cool all the time, you know? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, cool. Yeah. How's everything going? Just fine, just fine. So finally I had to ask him, I said, you're a pretty cool cat. Are you always cool? Yeah, I try to be. I go, really? I go, what if somebody borrowed $100 from you and then they didn't pay you back? How would you feel about that? Oh, well, so now that, that changes everything. That would be a war. That, I, I'd be after them to give me my money back. And all of a sudden he would lose his cool, Right? Do we lose our cool when things don't go right in our, in our, in our dealings? Are, are we schizophrenic? Are we good sometimes and then when somebody doesn't do something right or do something for us, we, we turn crazy? Are we Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? What, are we Christians all the way or are we just Christians when everything is perfect? Amen? We got to be all the way. Amen? Well, see... The two, the two uh, nations was Jacob and Esau. And the Bible says, Jacob have I loved, Esau have I hated. Meaning, I didn't treat them, he didn't, I didn't treat him with respect like I did to Jacob. I blessed him. He wasn't perfect. He had his problems. But he had to overcome situations, right? One young man asked his father, Father, I, have, I, I feel this struggle on the inside of me. I feel like I have an angry dog and, and, and a nice dog, a peaceful dog, a loving dog. Which one is going to win? You know what the father said? Whichever the one you feed the most, that's the one that's going to win. Whatever you feed in your spirit, that's what you become. Praise God. So we can't be a slave to the way people treat us. Amen? Now, Paul said it this way. For I know that in me that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good, I do not. Fine. For the good that I will to do, I do not, but the evil that I will not to do, that I practice. Now, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. This is called the do-do scripture. <laughs> the thing I want to do, I don't do. The thing I say I do, I'm not supposed to do, I wind up doing. Who will deliver me from this mess? Only the Lord, right? The Lord is the one that can deliver us in this situation. So we have, so that, that was Paul. Paul said that. So, you know, a lot of times we have to uh, 
even in child rearing, not respond to the child like a child. Child is acting up, we act up. What are you doing? Didn't I tell you a million times stop that? <laughs> Who's the child here? I know one time when I was younger, not as mature as I am now, <laughs> and my son was acting up, and I grabbed him, and I said, can't you control yourself? And I heard the Lord say, can't you control yourself? <laughs> we have to be mature, right? When Je Jesus, he didn't have two personalities, did he? He wasn't kind one moment, and then all of a sudden mean the next moment. The Bible says, in meekness instruct those that oppose themselves, right? In humility. We're not supposed to be just like, okay, now, listen, you done wrong me, you did wrong, I've had it with you, if you do it again, you're out, you know? I've had it with you. This, does, this doesn't work. It's the goodness of God that leads a man to repentance. It's your, it's your spirit that will draw them in to your goodness and the goodness of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. And, you know, sometimes... We just live in past traditions, things that our parents had taught us. We just get caught up in that. Did you know that? Like, my mom, for some reason, if anybody spilled anything, that, that was it. That irked her to no end. Anybody, Rosie, saying that? You spill milk, you spill spaghetti, you spill anything, it's like, oh, no, you big slob. What can you do? I, what's wrong with you? I thought that was what you're, the way you're supposed to react. So then when I grew up and I was in charge of my own house, my son did that, I, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Are you a slob? <laughs> I found out if you go to other houses, they don't react that way. Maybe I'm just carrying on the same tradition that my mother carried on. Maybe we're just taught things that we put into our own system that aren't that way. There was a woman who was teaching her child how to cook ham, and she said, okay, Sweetie, this is what you do. You take the ham and you cut off the end and you put it in the pot and then you cook it and you leave that other, you, you put the other part in the refrigerator. She said, well, why do you do that, Mommy? I said, I don't know. That's the way my mom taught me. <laughs> so she went to her grandmother and said, Grandmother, why, why, why does Mom put the ham and she cuts it and she puts one in the refrigerator and she cooks the rest of it? I don't know. That's the way my mother taught me. Well, go ask your great-grandmother. So she went to grandmother. Grandmother, why does... <laughs> your baby and your grandchild, they cut the ham, they put it in the refrigerator, and then they cook the ham. She said, oh, well, that's easy. In those days, we only had a pot that was this big. So what we had to do was cut the, the ham and put it in the pot and put the rest in the refrigerator. <laughs> Sometimes we just do what we're taught. But this year, come on, talk to me. We're doing things different. We're changing up. We're letting the Lord take control of us. See, that's why we have this communion table looking like this today. We're doing something different. We're shaking it up. We're changing things. Amen? We're having a Bible study at the other place. Amen? We're going to um, get a new backdrop for the stage here so that people can, you know, come in and say, oh, there's a little added touch here. Um, we're going to reach out to the community in a different way. Guess how we're going to do it? We're going to write our skills down on a piece of paper, and then we're going to collect them all, and then when we go outreaching, we're going to say, we are, as a church are reaching out, and is there anything here that you would like to have done in your house, like mow the lawn, 
uh, clean carpets, maybe uh, have someone teach you how to sing, maybe someone teach you how to organize your garage, maybe somebody that can, that can help with resumes, amen, whatever, or help play the flute, anything that we have as a skill, why keep it in here? Reach out and grab somebody and give them what they need as a church and make a change in this world, make a change in the outside this community as unto the Lord we're doing it. Amen? So that's what we're going to do. And uh, so let's see what this next scripture is right here. Now, we want to be different. Now, this is a a long story. I'll just read the bottom part where um, Saul was looking for his father's donkeys and they told him, Samuel told him, they're on the other side of the hill, but there, comes, there are going to come some prophets there. And in verse 6 it says, And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you shall prophesy with them, with the prophets, and you shall be turned into another man. Whew! I want to be another man. Amen? I want to be different than what I was. I want the Spirit of the Lord to come upon me so that I can do things that I haven't done before and to watch God do things in me. Don't you want that for your life? We have to have new experiences. Do you know that? Let me read a couple things here. We have to have new encounters with God. It can't be the same old, same old, hi, God, how you doing? Here's my request. Yes, good. God bless you, everything. No, we have to have new stories about his working in our life. We can't have, oh, well, back in 1950, the Lord appeared to me or something happened and I had a great vision. What about last week? Amen. How about yesterday? How about this morning? We have to have new experiences with the people of God. We have to be, encounter them and make a difference in their life. We have to have new revelations from his word. We have to have new wow moments. Oh, the Lord came upon me. Whew. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. He woke me up this morning and his grace came upon me. The glory came upon me. Told me great things I'm going to do. Praise the Lord. We have to have new moments of being overwhelmed by him. Let him come upon you. Amen. He's wanting to get in. He's wanting to do great things through you. We have to have new discoveries of his goodness and his comfort. Praise God. Turn into another man. Let's see the next scripture. It says, lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man and put on the new man. Amen. What does that mean? That means you have to be dressed in the new man. Put off the old man. Put off the old coat. If you see someone walking down the street and they have a McDonald's uniform, McDonald's hat, and McDonald's badge, where do you think they work? McDonald's, right? Yes. Uh, (laughs) If they see you walking down the street and you got love, joy, and peace, long-suffering upon you, what do they think? What kind of religion are you? Who are you? Who do you belong to? You belong to Christ. We have to be new creatures in Christ. We have to put off the old and put on the new. Amen? Are you getting excited yet? Let's look at this next scripture. Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. What is God saying? Uh, You don't have to always sing the old songs. Let a new song come up in your heart. Let it be not even something that's written, but something that he's put on the inside. A joy and a peace and a love. Do you you have a new song? Would Would I be pressuring you too much to... Ask you to sing a new song? Come on, let's do it together. Let's, let's see how this works. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I would do it, but it wouldn't be very edifying. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Whatever the Lord gives you. Amen. Now, we all can do that. We may not sound as good as that, but we all can do that. Amen. And to the Lord, he'll love it. He'll really enjoy us singing a new song to him. Amen. Praise the Lord. We have to be new people in Christ. Did you know that? I think you said in the beginning that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, I think you can. Amen. If that wasn't true, then God's a liar, isn't he? He said, Behold, all things are become new. So we have a testimony of uh, Rosie. She, she gave it last week. I want her to tell a little bit about it and, and then even some more. Uh, let's uh, bring her up again, Rosie. Dozy do. Now, Rosie, you've talked to me before about how you, you were sitting there for such a long time. You've been, how long have you been here? About three years in three, May. Three years in May. Congratulations. And... Uh, you, you felt the Lord working on you because I would come and tell you about how you need to give your, you know, go out and witness to people and talk to your friends and be, a, be an example and, uh, you know, uh, lead them to the Lord. And that worked on you. Big Tommy was saying, you know, if you get a, a car, you have to drive your friends to, the, to heaven, right? Yes. But you had never led anybody to the Lord. Last week I saw Ron, and he's been visiting our church uh, here and there. So just something prompted me to just run over here and get that paper that I brought last week. And I went over to Ron, and I said, Ron, have you accepted the Lord before? And he's like, well, I said, well, you can accept him now if you want. You can, you know, read the steps and then just say the prayer at the bottom. And he did. So the testimony you gave last week was that you were working on somebody at work for how long? Two years. Two years. Trying to tell them about the Lord, witnessing to them, ministering to them. And then finally, what she happened? She accepted the Lord as well. She accepted the Lord as well. So last, two weeks ago, you had zero on your, on your chart. Now you have two. How do you feel? I feel great. Amen. Do you feel new on the inside? What happens on the inside of you when you do that? I just feel joyful. I feel like I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing what I should be doing for the Lord. You know, I'm supposed to be proactive, you know, in reaching out to the community and to... Uh, now I feel like I have to work on my children. I mean, they've accepted the Lord, but they're really not serving the Lord. So I'm going to work on them. And then, of course, my, my daughter's in-laws as well. 
So, Amen. you know, there's a lot of work to do, and it's for all of us. You know, we should all really reach out as much as we can because time is short. It really is. I think it's shorter than we think. You know? So, you know, the Lord is using us, and I know He's using me, and I know He can use all of you. You just have to be open. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you, Rosie. So if God did it through her, guess what? He can do it through you. Amen? Don't be shy. You used to say you were so shy, right? You're not really shy? I wasn't bold to bring people to the Lord. Okay. I'm getting bolder and bolder. Bolder and bolder. Look out, girl. Amen. Let's look at these last two scriptures that we have here. Isaiah 43 says, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, hallelujah, I will do a new thing. New to us, but not new to him. Amen? Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it. I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. One more scripture. And I will give you a new heart. This is where our, our theme scripture is for our church. I will give you a new heart. And put a new spirit within you, and I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will keep my judgments and do them forevermore. Amen? Is that you, church? Do you want a new life this year? Do you want to see new things happen? Because if you do something new on the inside, you'll see the results on it on the outside. Just like with a diet. You say, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. But if you don't change what you put in... It, you're not going to have the results. So eat spiritual food. Drink from the well of God's uh, uh, riches, and you'll see things come out of your life that you've never imagined because God is working through you, not you doing it in yourself. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Let's pray. Father, thank you for bringing us together to enjoy fellowship with you and to enjoy the newness of life which you have given to each and every one of us, that we can see the glory that comes from obeying you, the glory that comes from following in your footsteps, and that we will see your work work through us. In Jesus' name we pray, and all agreed said, amen. amen.